Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. Don't let anybody get in your way. Follow your dream. Do it the right way. Be honest about it. Do the right thing when nobody's looking. That's the greatest advice I can give you. Taking you beyond the ropes. The most exciting part about a golf game is the ball curve. Now we live in a world where there's no curve. It's pull or push and bombs away. I believe the complete player of the future is going to know both art and data. Unforgettable stories. Fluff would call me after a practice round and he would say to me, Peter, this kid Tiger Woods hits shots like I've never seen. This kid is unbelievable. And then Tiger would call like 20 minutes later and say, Peter, you won't believe this. I registered and they gave me a free car to drive. A bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. What is going on, folks? Welcome to what day is today? Thursday, which means we have play underway as we speak at the Workday Charity Open. Dom's laughing at me like I forgot it was Thursday. It, we know that it is a day to watch the live coverage coming to us from Yearfield Village, and we have been for hours between the two of us taunting each other of which one's internet speed is faster in order to watch the putts drop and right now he's slightly ahead so there's something wrong i'm gonna write i gotta write to somebody brooks kepka is just about to step into a par saving effort at the par four tenth, which seconds before this dom's already told me what happened which is what makes it so annoying as he taps this one in from about four ha! feet away so I brooks knew that, pars <laughs> his first there you go his first hole of the i don't day. know <laughs> Robbie Shelton leads at two under par through four as yet atop the leaderboard. He's now just been joined by Matt Jones, who's two under through three holes at one under par. Aaron Baddeley, Luke List, uh, Matthew Nesmith, all at one under par. So two, Michael Thompson through three, Bud Cauley through three, Hideki Matsuyama, Shane Lowry, Hudson Swafford, Kevin Streelman, Corey Connors, all are one under par. Justin Thomas playing that same par 410th in this marquee group. This from just outside of four feet as well. This is for par, and he deposits it down into the bottom of the hole, a tap down of some spike marks as he walks away, makes his way to the 11th hole. Remember, that's her second hole of the day for him. Jason Day, though, still has some work left for his par. This looks like about four feet for him as well, maybe just slightly inside of it for Jason Day. He was about 37 feet long and left of the hole. PGA Tour Live is live right now. It's distributed by NBC Sports Gold through the balance of 2020. Uh, Four feet, three inches, Shotling tells us, is the distance that he has left. So from 37 feet, he ran it down the length of the green and a release just passed. Remember, they're saying the greens are a little slower this week than they will be here next. On its way and in. So all pars here. I was telling Don before we went on the air today, it'll be an interesting contrast because up until this point in the restart it's been a high scoring game it's been about making birdies and that is going to come to a screeching halt over the course of the next two weeks yes very much somewhat this week but to an even higher degree next week the greens are saying are are targeted to roll at about 11 and a half at Muirfield Village Next week, they're talking about 13, maybe more. Hello. 
will be very interesting to watch. And then it'll be very interesting tomorrow to see if by cutoff time Tiger commits to next week or not. I I don't know what's, you know, at, at some point, is it about the preservation of energy for Tiger Woods or is there something bigger going on here? Yeah, it's getting to a point to ask that question. And tomorrow afternoon will be the time when the when the question will most acutely be asked. If he decides to not play next week, I'm, I'm shocked he didn't play this week too, incidentally. But if he doesn't play next week at a course that he's had success at, then there's, there could be something else going on here. Maybe there was something more to his injury than what we thought. What was that, Dom? I, I, I disagree because, you know, Please. I'm an expert. <laughs> but... I, I think for two reasons, I don't think it's an injury. One, uh, he, he not that far long ago played in the, uh, I forget what it was good. called, Match for Charity or whatever it was, and he looked yeah. he looked phenomenal. Everybody was talking about how great he looked, how well he was striking the ball. He played the best, uh, you know, the four of them, by a, a long stretch. And the other it's side of it is— still not the wear and tear of, a, of an actual tournament, but true. go ahead. And the other, the, other, uh, the other side of it is Golf TV has got a partnership— with Tiger and Inso also a little bit of a partnership with Golf Digest. And they've been shooting <clears throat> shooting tons of video at his house with him doing workouts, him doing swings, him practicing, and he looks just fine and happy and smiling. There's no, there's no weird zombie walking or not being able to bend over or anything like that. You're right. It's not a tournament. It's not, it's not a tournament, you know, situation or scenario but if he, if there was something quote unquote seriously wrong, I would think that with all the content that they're churning out, you would you would look at it and be like, wow, he doesn't look uh, he looked too good. <laughs> right, right. That it's a good point because when when something was going on with Tiger before, and we're all like, he's like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, that's just Tiger. Before he tells you, he's, he's he likes, no, everything's good, it's good. But Tiger, it looks like you can't walk. No, no. Nope, fine, fine. And then he'll come back and be like, yeah, I had my spine replaced. It was, uh, they took it out and they put a new robot spine in. I mean, there's a lot of, if you look at the schedule, Matt, you've got Memorial next week, and then you have the tournament, the 3M Open in Minnesota, then you have the WGC event, then you have the PGA Championship, the Wyndham, and then the playoffs. So everything is condensed so much there that, Almost every event there that I listed, you have to think Tiger's going to play in 80% of those events. So if he's really thinking that way, it makes sense that he would just not be playing, like not play tournament golf at all until he has to, based on what he said in the past. Because he said every time he gets in front of a mic in the last year, he said, listen, things are going to be different. I'm going to not play a lot. I'm going to listen to my body. And, you know, we're just all impatient. (laughs) Yeah, that well, I don't d- disagree with that. I, I don't know any sports fan that isn't impatient about anything. But, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Uh, speaking about exercising patience, you're going to need to, when it comes down to the Ryder Cup, the official word came out yesterday as we were talking about on yesterday's show that the Ryder Cup will be moved to 2021. The President's Cup is going to be moved to 2022. Uh, as Brooks Kepka just yanked this left off the par 5 11th tee and it, there's a stream over there i think he is left of the stream that defines the left side of the hole which the only thing left of that stream is a place where like bears would live it doesn't look good at all so tough start for 
Brooks Kepka potentially there, but we'll report accordingly as soon as the information comes our way. So a couple different things uh, to, to consider with this. The first one is, is that the PGA of America, who controls the American side of the Ryder Cup, the European Tour, who controls the European side of the Ryder Cup, and the PGA Tour all had to dance to make this happen. Right? And the fact that the European Tour, the PGA Tour, and the PGA of America, who the collection of those three groups hasn't always been the most cooperative. Whoa. Gary Woodland, third shot at the par 5, 11th from just deep rough. And from that salad, he he actually caught a piece of the hole from about 40 yards away. That was his third shot, so he'll have a birdie putt coming up, which what he has left will be slightly uphill, and it looks like it released greens. I, I, you know, they're saying 11 and a half. They look faster than that, but it looks like he's got maybe two or three feet left. We'll see how that goes for him. But the fact that they're working together hand-in-hand in this, it just – Mark me on this if you guys would. What's the date today? The 9th? 9th of July, 2020. There's more going on here. What's that, Dom? I'm just saying, you don't know the days. You don't know the numbers. What's well, <laughs> 9th? I just said, I just said, what? <laughs> Go get yourself something to eat. He's been chewing on granola bars and. And I don't know what he's... What else. I started eating bananas. I was very anti Is that anti-banana. what it was? It sounded... I was going to say it sounded like you're eating bananas. That's what it sounds like. I was very me. anti-banana for years. But you have kids, it changes you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't change the way you consume it. It sounds exactly like people assume it would sound when you're eating a banana. All right. Victor Hovland went through the green at the par 5 11th. He let out kind of a groan. He's already over par after one. So him chopping it out of the salad and trying to run it down towards the hole he's left himself some work too for his par he's so used to smiling all the time this kid is so easy to be a fan of that even when he hits a shot he's not happy with it's still kind of a smile but it's like one of those grimace smiles how do you explain that kind of like a mm. you know so as i was saying mark me in this there's more going on behind the scenes is my sense this kind of collective hand-holding, we'll get through this together, is yes, a sign of the times, not denying that, but I think it's a sign of something more. Watch what happens with the European Tour and the PGA Tour. That's all I'm saying. There's more going on, in my opinion. John Rahm has a putt for par. His from nine feet. You par a par five for these guys, and we may see a tomahawk putter. I don't think so. PGA Tour percentage from this distance is 45% up to the hole, and he's made it. But that was for par at the par five. It's still going to feel like a bogey to John Rahm. I wonder if John Rahm is watching all this Bryson stuff going like, shut up. Gary Woodland now has a birdie opportunity here at this par 5, 11th, second hole of the day for this group. Woodland is one over after his start. That par 4, 10th, that's just 
carnage so far. And this ball did release a lot more than, than what it looked like from the camera angle. It's almost five feet from the hole. It looks like about two feet from the angle, but it's uphill. And again, this is for birdie for Woodland, and he makes it. So Gary Woodland gets back to level par, and that's what I'm talking about here. He makes this birdie at the par five. Yeah, you'd, you'd expect these players to, but two out of the three are not. And Victor Hovland has a putt that's left for par that's still got a lot to it. The lead now belongs to four players. Robbie Shelton, Matt Jones, Hideki Matsuyama, and Kevin Streelman. They're all two under atop the leaderboard. So we want to talk more about what happened with this Ryder Cup and the news that came pouring through yesterday. And we've got some of the primary people involved that we want you to hear from. And we'll do that when we come back. First, BenHoganGolf.com. That's the website, BenHoganGolf.com. You hear me talk about it all the time because I love what they're doing. You want to trade in the clubs that you have? They'll do that. You want to get the new clubs, but maybe money at this time and place, get it, is is an issue. You want to finance them? No problem. They'll do that as well. Uh, you want to make sure you play the clubs before you you purchase them? No problem. They'll send you some demos. Go try it out. They want to make sure you're comfortable, and they know you're going to be comfortable because it's you to them. It's a direct relationship. They are your tour truck. They don't go through retailers. It's direct. BenHoganGolf.com. Save that 40%, 50% retail markup by having a direct relationship with the company. It is that special. I think it's special, too, at the French Lick Resort. That's why we're going there in October with you guys. If you want to join us, you're more than welcome to. Log on to FairwaysOfLife.com, and you can get the information there. In fact, I'm going to give everyone that goes on the trip a set of PTX Pro forged Ben Hogan irons. Absolute gorgeous works of art. You're going to get them just to go. That's how much fun we're going to have at the French Lick Resort. FrenchLick.com is a website to check out all of it. We're going to check out the following. United States Ryder Cup captain Steve Stricker. You're going to hear from European Ryder Cup captain Padraig Harrington. Eh. Jay Monahan, who is the commissioner of the PGA Tour. And you're like, wait a minute, you just told me the... It's a PGA of America that controls the Ryder Cup. Oh, wait one other minute. You had to move a President's Cup to make this happen. You'll hear from the PGA Tour Commissioner when we come back. More of the Fairways of Life show on this Friday. Multiple players tied atop the leaderboard as we speak early on this Friday, say Thursday, after these words. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone. 
from Kids Fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old US of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Thursday. Round one of the Workday Charity Open is underway. And the group of those leading on two under par, nobody's gotten deeper than that yet. Shelton, Jones, Cauley, Matsuyama, and Streelman. All two under par. The deepest into his round is Shelton at through five holes as yet. PGA Tour Live is live right now. We have it for you on Golf Channel this afternoon at 3 p.m. Same time tomorrow. 1 and 3 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday between us and CBS. PGA Tour Live will be back on the air again at 6.45 a.m. tomorrow morning. Featured group coverage is what they're playing right now. The players are struggling from what we've seen so far. But maybe I hope it's it's different for for the sake of Justin Thomas because he did hit the par five eleven and two. PGA Tour Radio, which can be heard for free on the PGA Tour app and on PGA Tour.com. That will come on the air at noontime today. It's also available in the paid satellite service uh, Sirius XM. So you can catch that this afternoon now what we caught yesterday were a lot of different thoughts from a lot of important people about the moving of the Ryder Cup and how it all played out Steve Stricker addressed the press at Muirfield Village and obviously his conversation with the media turned to the Ryder Cup quickly and with depth here it is 
Well, I mean, it affects uh, affects the whole country, right? Every golf fan in in the world uh, enjoys watching, and we enjoy participating in it. Um, it's just an unbelievable experience and a great spectacle to be a part of or to watch. And uh, yeah, it's it was a tough decision. Um, I'm I'm confident that it's a the right decision, and uh, just because of the uncertainty that we're in right now during this uh, time of uh, of this pandemic. So it's, um, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, we, uh, believe me, I would love to play it this September, but we also want to be smart. We don't want to, um, you know, be a cause of the spread of any of this disease. And, and, uh, we just want to make sure we're doing the right thing and companies are hurting. Uh, people are, you know, uh, hurting a little bit. So we just want to make sure we're doing the right thing. And, and, uh, and this is the smart thing to do. Stevie, um, a lot of past captains have talked about how strenuous the two-year process was for them, and now you're adding another year. Have you given thoughts about uh, being a Ryder Cup captain for three years? Um, yeah, I guess I'm the lucky one, huh, Steve? I, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I've been thinking about it, and I just told Davis, you know, you get to the point where you want to play it. You know, you've put so much time and energy and focus in on it that you want to, you want to play it, and you want to get there, and I, I couldn't wait for September to come, you know, and, um, well, now it's going to have to wait another year. So, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. Um, but, you know, I, I can focus a little bit more on my own game now. I mean, we've done a lot of the work now um, as far as team rooms, hotels, you know, the course. Um, we've done, you know, done a lot of that work. So we shouldn't have much more work to do next year. Uh, I should be able just to watch these guys uh, play a little bit, come out here on tour and be around them and play with them. We got to work on the point structure, uh, you know, in the qualification process, all that kind of stuff now, but um, you know, it should, it should uh, go on the back burner for a little while. And did you really think that you uh, could have played this without fans or played it with limited fans and how much different that would have been? if you had decided to go either one of those routes? Well, we talked about every possible scenario, um, you know, and I think the players made it quite clear that they would love to play with fans. Um, I would love to see fans there. Uh, I would love to see full fans there. Um, you know, half fans would have been a, a good alternative, I think, but I just don't think, um, given the uncertainty uh, of what's going on now in our country and the, the spike of this virus, um, it, it's just hard to plan for. And uh, But every scenario was talked about, believe me, and, and uh, we all wanted to play. Um, but I think a Ryder Cup without fans uh, wouldn't be much of a Ryder Cup, to be quite honest. Um, this, this event is built around the fans, and players feed off that energy from the fans. Uh, the people love coming to this event. It's it's an unbelievable spectacle, and to play it without fans, I think, would be cheating out uh, everybody, every golf fan in the world. Hey, Steve, was there, was there anyone that you talked to that felt that uh, that we needed to play it this year? Uh, no, there was not, uh, as far as players. You know, I mean, we were trying to make that work, you know. I mean, if it could be done in a safe uh, way with fans, um, yeah, sure, we talked about it, every scenario, but when it comes down to it, um, there there wasn't, uh, I, I didn't talk to anybody that, that said that for playing this year.
Why do you think it took so long to, to come to this conclusion then? I think, um, well, like I said, we were trying all the way up to the last possible, you know, I mean, the PGA has got to build it out, right? That needed to start in June, the middle of June at the very latest. Uh, and you're, you're building something uh, to an unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, you know, I, I just feel like, um, yeah, I, the, the reason it took so long is because they're, everybody, they're, all this golfing world's got to get on the same page. You know, the PGA Tour has the President's Cup next year. Other events are scheduled for when the Ryder Cup was, you know, is now taking the place of. So it's just getting all these organizations together on the same page and making sure that uh, it can work. The European Tour already came out and said they're freezing points uh, up until the new year. Um, do you feel like these events that are going to happen on the PGA Tour should be should be counting? Well, we put that in place before we came back four weeks ago. Um, as of now, they're counting, uh, but we're going to get together, uh, the assistant captains and myself and PGA of America, and we'll come up with a plan um, going forward. You know, we've never we've never had to deal with anything like this, right? We changed the points uh, a month ago or two months ago, and um, now it looks like, you know, we'll come up with a new plan uh, probably starting for this fall and next year. And whatever that is, I don't even know. I mean, we haven't even talked about it because we've been putting our focus on, you know, being able to try to play this event, and uh, we haven't really looked into anything else going forward. Given that the uh, that there now is this longer period of time, is uh, is six picks too many to have for you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, but we'll look at it, um, and it may stay the same. You know, I don't know, or we may go back to eight and four. I, I don't know that either, but. Uh, we'll take a look at all the scenarios. Uh, we just want to put our best team forward, and whatever that looks like, uh, we're going to do. And um, and I'll talk to all my guys and and uh, see what the best thing to do is, and, and we'll go from there. What's the best way? What's the best way you heard a Ryder Cup without fans described to you? Well, I called it a, a yawner, <laughs> but I uh, I haven't heard. You know, I mean, there's been some pretty vocal players, you know, saying that it just wouldn't be much fun. And and I'm kind of in agreement uh, that it, it wouldn't be a lot of fun without fans. It would be more like an exhibition, you know, and um, and that's not what that event is about. Um, and, you know, the state of Wisconsin, uh, to, to, uh, to cancel that and not ever go to Wisconsin would be in my mind, uh, a, a tragedy, right? I mean, the state of Wisconsin has been so looking forward to having the Ryder Cup there, and they've supported it thus far, you know, by buying the corporate tents, and the tickets have been uh, unbelievable, and uh, they've been so excited. Everywhere I go, I hear about the Ryder Cup, and um, so I think to to not go there at all would be uh, a tragedy, and um, so I think... You know, this is the next best thing. We're going to put it off and wait till next September and see, and hopefully we can play with 100% fans and put on a Ryder Cup and a show that uh, the golfing world expects when you when you watch a Ryder Cup. All right, Steve Stricker, the American Ryder Cup captain, giving you some insight into his thinking at this point, including a very important point. How are you going to work the qualification of the Ryder Cup now that it's pushed off 
for another year. And he flat out said, we're going to get together and we're going to talk about that. And it sounds like there's going to be some changes forthcoming, some modifications to changes that had already been made. Now, Padraig Harrington also spoke to the same, and you'll hear him comment on a number of different things separated by a little bit of sound that we put in between so you know that he's changing his thoughts on fans and on the Ryder Cup itself and on the impact on his captaincy plans as well. Here's Padraig. Clearly, this has been a a hard, thought-about decision, Uh, you know, both by the PGA of America and Ryder Cup Europe. You know, we're living in crazy times and, you know, going all the way back to, I suppose, February, this was a, certainly something that was a contingent that it may get postponed. I think the PGA of America and Ryder Cup Europe really did go through every possible scenario. They they discussed it, they went through it, they talked about it, they even considered playing without fans and, you know, they come to the right decision. You know, that decision is mainly based on health and safety. Uh, we still have a lot of unknowns out there and, you know, health and safety has to be the priority. I do believe also that, you know, from the players and, and even myself uh, as a captain, you know, we understand, yeah, there's bigger and important things going on in the world. But for us, the Ryder Cup is very special and special because of the fans and with the fans. So I think it would have been a very difficult one for us to go ahead without the fans. And I think with the fans, I think the PGA of America and Ryder Cup Europe definitely, uh, you know, after a long consultation, and there was a lot of consultation behind the scenes, have come to the right conclusion that, you know, in their interest of health and safety, it's right to postpone this to 2021. I, I suppose, I, I don't know if I can really say this, but that's probably one of the more interesting things about it, because as players, we've always said over the years, oh yeah, the fans are very important, they create the atmosphere. But I think the realisation of playing without fans really came to the fore amongst the players. And it really does emphasise how much we love and enjoy playing in front of the crowds, how much they make the Ryder Cup, the atmosphere, the bit of banter in the crowds, uh, you know, the excitement that they generate. This is an opportunity that the players, we don't often get anywhere else. We don't get that opportunity for glory like we do in the Ryder Cup to play in front of, uh, you know, 40,000 fans and, and millions and maybe billions of people watching on TV. The excitement that that generates all around the world. And that's not just with European fans or US fans. Every golfing person and even the non-golfers around the world watch the Ryder Cup. And it's that atmosphere that the players have so much come out and said how much they they love and enjoy. And I think it's it's really, really come to the front that we need the fans. And uh, that's, that's, that's nice. It's a nice way to put place the Ryder Cup that the fans are every bit as much important as the players during that week. Yeah, there is an impact. But, uh, you know, I suppose ever since, oh, I suppose is it February or March, you know, there was a, a prospect of this, uh, you know, being postponed. So as much as we were preparing for uh, September 2020, we always had an eye on this could be possibly postponed. And, and we have looked into it. We've looked into different qualification scenarios and uh, we will be well prepared. All right. So that was Padraig Harrington, the captain of the European Ryder Cup team telling us that they will be well prepared. The lead continues to be two under on the PGA Tour at the Workday Charity Open. Matthew Nismith leads it two under through six holes. Others at two under, but not as far into their round. Matt Jones, Bud Cauley, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Strillman, all two under par. Now, as I mentioned to you before the break, uh, Jay Monahan spoke as well because 
Now, granted, the PGA Tour does not have anything to do with the administration of the Ryder Cup, dot, 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 yet, dot, dot, dot. However, they do have a President's Cup, and that very large logistical event had to be moved to clear a path for the Ryder Cup to go to next year. And he spoke on that. I'd like to speak to you just for a second. You're going to hear from Jay about touredge.com. Log on there and see their massive product line, something quite literally for everyone. It's within reach of everyone as well. They want you to be fit. They want you to know that it carries a lifetime warranty. And they want you to know that from the best in the world, the top tour players in the world, they have product that suits them all the way down to beginning golfers. Check out touredge.com for more information and please check out when you get an opportunity a bridgestonegolf.com to make sure that you're playing the right golf ball you can get v fit v stands for video get v fit on bridgestonegolf.com and ensure that the most important part of your equipment is something that's actually fit for you ireland.com if you want to check out the beautiful emerald isle or if you'd like to join us in the emerald isle next year we'd love to have your company there's still a couple spots that we can make available to our trip to the north and west which includes royal port rush i know can you believe that just log on to fairwaysoflife.com slash ireland 2021 fairwaysoflife.com slash ireland 2021 here's the commissioner of the pga tour jay monahan i just want to say that um it's an honor to be you know on this call and I think it's, as you've heard from both Seth and Guy, it's indicative of the great collaboration and the close working relationships uh, that we continue to share where we put the game at the center with the decisions that we're making. And it was very clear, as, as both Seth and Guy have talked about, that once we reset the schedule and we started to think about uh, every event, but in particular the Ryder Cup in September, um, that there were there were challenges, and as you heard the both of them say, and I can attest to the fact that every, they did absolutely everything they could to play the Ryder Cup and to play it with fans. And it was when it was clear that that was not something we were going to be able to do. Uh, then we, as a partner, came to the table uh, and 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 were able to reach the right outcome for players and for fans. Uh, and for our organizations and for the partners of both the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup. So um, it, it was a very complicated process. And, and we, you know, we have experienced tremendous momentum with the President's Cup. We were excited to host it next year. Uh, we're equally excited to host it in 2022. We're very fortunate to have great partners in Quail Hollow and the Harris family, uh, our global partners who have supported the President's Cup throughout both sides, the U.S. and international teams. Um, and there's so many people that we want to thank. But ultimately, you know, this is about, in a really challenging set of circumstances, making the right decisions for our players and our fans. And Seth and Guy have done so with the Ryder Cup. We believe we've done so with the President's Cup. Uh, and the game is going to benefit. And uh, we, again, we're honored to be here on this call and uh, excited for both the President's Cup uh, and the Ryder Cup. All right, there you go. That was Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, also commenting on the moving of the Ryder Cup, which has been the primary focus, but it also required a move of the President's Cup as well. Moving atop the leaderboard at this hour of the Workday Charity Open, Luke List has joined the group at two under par. He has played seven holes as yet. So too is Matthew Nismith, two under through seven holes played 
as yet. Matt Jones is two under through five. Bud Colley is two under through five. Hideki Matsuyama, two under through four. Kevin Streelman is two under par after four holes played as yet. Just taking a quick look at this leaderboard on some notable scores. Shane Lowry is one under after four. Justin Thomas, one under after three. Boba is one under after two, who you just heard from. Steve Stricker birdied the par four tenth. He is one under in one shot back. Tons of players at level par, including Davis Love the third. He is even through four. John Rahm is even after three. J.B. Holmes even after two. Justin Rose, who has won here, is even after parring the par four tenth hole just now. Pat Perez as well, even par. Zach Johnson two. Jason Duffner as well. Looking down this leaderboard, Charles Schwartzel is one over after five holes played. Maverick McNeely is one over after five. Victor Hovland is one over after three holes played. So, too, is the reigning U.S. Open champion. One over after three, Gary Woodland. Luke Donald is one over after three. Brooks Kepka one over after three holes played. So, too, Jason Day. As I mentioned to you earlier, you're going to see very different scoring in relation to par than what we've seen over the first few weeks of the return to play here. Matt Kuchar is two over through four. VJ Singh, two over after three. That's a quick look of it. PGA Tour Live is live right now. We have it for you on Golf Channel at 3 p.m. this afternoon. PGA Tour Radio at noontime today. All those times are Eastern. Hope you guys enjoy the golf. We're going to get out of your way so you can do the same. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you again tomorrow for Spared. Bye for now. Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra-wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with a golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit FootJoy.com slash Shoe Finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, I made a superior product, so I did. I came back, and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? 
It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf. We manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Core, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. <laughs> 